Jesse Kelly show. Let's have some fun. And um, I hope they're not about to have that kind of fun in Kenosha, Wisconsin. I'll get to that in a second. We are getting rumors, and they're only rumors at this point in time, that that may get a little bit ugly. We'll talk about plumbers tonight. Yes, there's about to be an increase in need for plumbers shortly. You're not going to believe why. We're going to talk about the Oklahoma National Guard defying Joe Biden, China defying everyone on the climate change nut job stuff. We got BK coming up an hour and a half from now, and Joe Biden once again forgot who he was. All that and much, much more is coming up tonight on the Jesse Kelly Show. But I wanted to begin with this. And there's a lot of places I could begin, but I wanted to begin with this. Justice. Fairness. I hate to use the word fairness because, to be honest, the the word is banned in my home. My sons aren't allowed to use it, but let's stick with justice. What is it? I mean, what's your definition of it? When I think about justice, I think about this. I think about it, obviously, in legal terms, and I think people getting the punishment and reward they deserve. I think that's probably about as simple. That's, that's, I think that's a brilliant way I put that, Chris. <laughs> Quit. All right, seriousness. Justice. What happens when you feel like there is none? And the reason I'm bringing this up is I feel on a massive, on a macro level, 30,000-foot view level of the United States of America right now, there is this feeling almost universally that this is not a just country anymore. And that, I believe, is the root cause of so much of the anger and violence we've already seen and the root cause of so much of the anger and violence that is sadly, very sadly, still to come. And this is what I mean. Think about the people who live work, and worship entirely in a world of make-believe. We've had this talk a thousand times. We're going to talk more and more about it tonight. I mean, the people who believe to this day, uh, Donald Trump colluded with Russia. Uh, uh, Brett Kavanaugh is a gang rapist, alcoholic. People who believe uh, lockdowns actually fix coronavirus. It, it, It definitely does a lot of good, my cloth mask and standing six feet away. People who reside in a world of make-believe. People who believe... The SUV you're driving is somehow changing the climate of planet Earth. People who reside in that world also believe there is a complete lack of justice out there. They feel like justice has never been done. Speaking of the the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, we're not going to get into the specifics tonight. Just a heads up for everybody they have already dismissed the jury again tonight. They, they sent them away, so you're not going to get any verdicts before tomorrow. Otherwise, I'd tell you we'd keep you updated, but there, there's your update. You aren't going to get an, uh, uh, you aren't getting one. That's your update. But anyway, we're not going to get into the specifics of that, but the Rittenhouse thing. Have you sat back and wondered? Have you sat back and really thought about why does the left care so much? I mean, how many video montages have we played for you of cable news hosts after cable news goes, he's a white supremacist murderer, throw him in prison forever. Okay, why do you care so much about this particular incident, this particular kid, though? Isn't it odd? All the murders that take place across the country every single day, 
And this is the one they're outraged about? Have you wondered why? Have you wondered why Black Lives Matter, they're already in Kenosha threatening to riot. No black people were involved in this in any level. Have you wondered why? Well, you don't have to wonder. Here's the truth when it comes to justice and fairness. These people, the people on the left, the American communists in every branch of them, they do believe 100% that America is an evil place that frankly deserves every bad thing that happens to it, and they want to help some of those bad things along. And I know you're mad at and right now, and I'm mad too, and I hate them for it. I get that. I'm, but we have to understand them as well. They believe that. They believe they are right. They believe when they do the things they do to bring this country to its knees, they believe they are doing good. And that's what makes them so dangerous. The reason the media and everyone on the left is so aghast at Kyle Rittenhouse taking a weapon out there and clearly defending himself. I mean, it's on video. I don't know why we're even arguing about this. We have the whole thing on videotape. You can watch it. The reason they're so horrified by that is for them, the people who were torching American cities last summer, they really were a force for good. Well, yeah, of course they're... Those guys are out there. They're seeking justice. Uh, uh, This is an evil place, a racist place, a place where St. George Floyd was murdered. This country deserves to burn. Who is this 17-year-old who dares to stand in the way of our righteous effort to burn evil America to its knees? As I've said a hundred times before, and I'm getting to us, by the way. There's There's a flip side to this justice coin, but I'm getting to us. But before I get there, as I've said a million times, it sounds hokey, it sounds cliche, but the truth is the one gigantic problem, if I had to put it into one word in this country we face right now, is a problem of patriotism. And I'm not talking about the kind of patriotism, uh, wave a flag on the 4th of July, fireworks baby, hand over my heart. I mean, not that those things don't have value. I'm talking about the kind of country where people wake up every single day and they feel blessed to be in that country. They feel like it is a a privilege to be here. And when you feel blessed by something, when you feel like it's a privilege to be somewhere, you do the best you can to treat it well and improve upon it. You know what I'm talking about. You've experienced this. Maybe this is your home. Maybe, Maybe it's not, but maybe in your home. You walk by and you see a candy wrapper on the floor in the kitchen. You bend over and pick up that candy bar wrapper. Why? You appreciate your home. It's your home. It's your stuff, your bed, your kitchen, your pots, your pans. However, if you're in a nasty gas station bathroom, had had a little emergency, had to pull over in the middle of the night and you had to use some disgusting gas station bathroom... And Lord willing, you wash your hands if you're lucky enough for the bathroom to have soap in it. And you grab the paper towels and you're drying off your hands and everything's clearly the bathroom hasn't been cleaned in ages and it smells and you're grossed out. And you use the paper towels to grab the door handle because you know that has to be gross. And as you're pulling it open, you accidentally drop one of those paper towels on the floor instead of getting it into the trash can. Are you going to bend over and grab that paper towel? Don't lie to me. No, you're not. Why? 
you don't have any appreciation for that gas station or that gas station bathroom. Frankly, it disgusts you. We have a patriotism problem in this country because the people, mainly the people who've been educated by America's universities, but the people in this country, they hate this country. And it doesn't just take place in the university system, as we talked about before. From an early, early, early age, people are taught in this nation to hate this nation. I brought this up. I think I brought this up the other day. I'm going to bring it up again because it's still stuck with me. I was talking to my youngest son, Luke. We were just cruising in my ride, and and he brings up to me, he says, uh, Andrew, something about Andrew Jackson. And I said, oh, yeah, Andrew Jackson, what a stud. And he kind of looks at me weird, just a little, little weirded out. But I said, what? What's wrong? He said, Andrew Jackson? And I said, yeah. He says back to me, well, what about the Trail of Tears? Now, my son's not in some crazy whack job liberal school. Not at all. My son's in a very patriotic school. And yet I brought up a man who was part of building this nation, and the only thing my son knew about him was Trail of Tears. Americans are taught very, very, very early on to hate the United States of America. That's a disgrace. It shouldn't be that way, but it is. And what's happened is it's created a generation now where our CEOs hate the place, our media figures hate the place, the entire Democratic Party hates the place, all these cultural leaders and these cultural pillars, they hate who we are. And so when a young man steps up and bothers to try to save one of the cities in this disgusting country, for them, for the American communists, they are genuinely horrified someone would actually try to protect this evil place. Patriotism is not a small thing. It's not about the 4th of July. Patriotism is a really, really, really big deal. But none of that changes the fact the American communist feels like he hasn't ever gotten justice because America's still standing. But there's a flip side of that. Your sense of justice and my sense of justice. Man, it's getting pretty bad out there. And I'll explain what I mean in just a second. But look, you're watching Kenosha. You're watching the violence already breaking out, people getting hit. You watched it last summer. This is, this is not a place where you can be safe at all times anymore. When I tell you to go get a hero gun, I mean go get a hero gun. I don't care if you're a firearms owner. You know I am. I have a million weapons. I still have a hero gun. Keep it with me. I don't care if you're not a firearm owner. Maybe you're scared of guns. That's fine. This is a non-lethal gun. It shoots projectiles 100 miles an hour. It, it, it hammers them, and then it explodes with this chemical pepper cloud that's debilitating. Get something to protect yourself with. Get something for your spouse and your daughter and your son. You don't need a concealed carry permit. It has a laser sight. You don't have to be some expert marksman. Go to Hero2020.com. That's Hero2020.com. Code is JESSE. Gets you a special discount. Hero2020.com. Code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! The Jesse USA! Kelly Show. Can you see? It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And yes, you can call in tonight, 877-377-4373. We got BK of the World News with BK podcast coming up an hour and 10 minutes from now. 
He told me he's already tanning in anticipation of being on the show, even though it's a radio show. Don't get me started. Okay, I have to live with this. I have to live with these people all the time. (laughs) So back to what we were talking about, about justice. We already gave you the left's point of view on it. Now let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. I'm looking at a headline here. Q on on Q ain't on Q on on Chris. What is what is it? Q and on. I so I messed it up with both of the ones that I had. Oh, that's impressive. Q and on shaman sentenced to three years in jail for his role on January sixth. Now, in case you're unaware of who, who that person is, you are aware of January sixth. I'm not going to insult your intelligence and pretend like you're not. And if you do a simple image search of January 6th online, I'm positive one of the first images you'll see is the guy walking around with, I think those are buffalo horns on his head, and he's got his face painted, and he's shirtless, and and it just, uh, yeah, it, a, a different kind of cat. Almost four years in prison. He's already been locked up in prison. He's, well, he's been locked up in jail awaiting the sentencing. Now, you can disagree all you want with wandering onto the Capitol, and I would highly recommend you don't trespass on the Capitol, but sauntering onto the U.S. Capitol in some weirdo buffalo outfit and snapping a couple selfies on the House floor gets you almost four years in prison. When I'm looking at article after article after article after article of Black Lives Matter protesters who were turned loose with no charges last summer. The feeling on the right that there is no longer justice to be had in this country is palpable. It is something that I feel. I'm not pointing any fingers. I feel it. I feel like that justice is not something we can get anymore. I feel like the Department of Justice, the FBI, the DOJ, IRS, many, many local DAs, and so and many, many more have their guns, the weapons of government, pointed directly at you and directly at me. Kyle Rittenhouse shouldn't even be on trial. People do realize that, right? He shouldn't even be on trial. It's self-defense on camera. Any sane Justice is blind. Justice Department would look at those videos and take about 15 minutes to say, oh, gosh, that's self-defense. Get him out of here. In fact, let's give him the keys to the city. Instead, he's awaiting a verdict on murder one. And we all know why. We all know why he bothered to stand in the way of the foot soldiers of the regime. In the meantime, we're sentencing some goober who wore buffalo horns on his head to four years of hard time? Four years in the federal pen for wandering onto onto the Capitol steps and inside? This is reaching a level that is, I mean, let's be frank, this is getting really uncomfortable. Let's not forget, I brought up Rittenhouse, let's not forget the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, had high-definition video that would have made Kyle look better, and they didn't turn it over because, and I quote, they lost it? That's the same FBI who couldn't ever manage to get down to 
What happened in Las Vegas when all those people were murdered in the biggest mass shooting in the history of the United States of America? That's the same FBI who couldn't seem to stop the shooters in Orlando, in New York, in so many other places. And yet we have a recent memorandum saying they're putting parents on a terrorist list who show up to school boards and complain. They're assigning the terrorist threat tag. The leaders of the FBI's counterterrorism unit are currently looking into parents complaining at school boards. If you're somebody on the right, how are you supposed to unpack all this and possibly come away with the conclusion that justice, justice is something that is available to you? This is why I've been telling you time and time again, and I'm never going to stop telling you this. Move. Get out. If you're stuck in one of these blue areas, get out. Get to a red area. No, it is not a guarantee, not by any stretch of the imagination. We still have radical activist nut job justices all over the state of Texas, and every red state does, and DAs and all these other things. But it at least gives you some level of protection. If you are in a blue area right now, hearing the sounds of my voice, you don't understand. The coming days are worse, not better. They're in a pl- if it seems like the left has gotten louder and more violent and more brazen with their corruption, it's because they have, and the reason they have is they're much more firmly in their footing than they ever have been before. They own the entire Justice Department. Even Donald Trump appointed two attorneys generals. and Well, I know it's attorneys general, but that's stupid, so I say attorney generals. And they both sucked. Remember when American cities were being burned down last summer? Bill Barr did nothing. Gave television interviews. Well, we don't want to get involved in a political tit for tat. Democrats take over. Boom. Steve Bannon's placed in handcuffs. Off to jail for you. They're not playing games. They're not. These people will absolutely throw you in prison for the rest of your life or worse, for standing in the way of their agenda because it is not a political ideology for them. It is a religion, a religion they are 100% committed to. They will die for it. They will kill for it, just like most people will do for their religion. They believe all the way this nation is evil and should be brought to its knees. They're now in positions of power around the country that allow them to hurt their enemies in ways they never have before, and they're going to. They are going to. And it's time for us to wake up and buck up and realize what's happening out there right now. All right. Let's talk about Joe Biden and Jill Biden. Joe forgot where he was again today. I'll play it for you in just a sec. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I love that song. I love that. That's a great song. What are you? What are you cringing? What are you wincing like that for? What's wrong with it, Chris? The instruments are fine, but the lyrics are weird. Who cares about the lyrics? Who listens to music for the lyrics? It's all about the music, man. 
Okay, I realize the singer's voice is a little weird. You like the Smashing Pumpkins. That guy sounds like he's being choked out. You're not going to criticize. You know what? You know We're not going into it right now. We're not going into it right now. Speaking of living in a world entirely of make-believe, this human being I'm about to play for you, I want you to understand something. This is not some nut job on a college campus somewhere. Not one of those nuts. Remember the old animal rights activists who used to throw blood on people's fur coats? The crazies were always there. They were just always on the street corner. This human being is a sitting member of Congress. I also represent El Paso as a border community. And for those who've been covering the movement of migrants across our hemisphere, there is no doubt that much of that migration is coming from the climate crisis. And what we are seeing is increased poverty and famine in our hemisphere. And unless we do something, we should expect all of those images and all of that humanitarian need only continue to be exacerbated. I'm sorry, what? These people, how are you supposed to, you tell me. Yeah, I'm all anxious to hear it. I'm going to get to this Joe Biden stuff, but I'm all anxious to hear it. 877-377-4373. What's the middle ground? What's the middle ground with a human being who believes people are flooding towards our southern border because of climate change? Anyone? Anyone? Where do you meet that insane person halfway? You don't. All right. All right. Enough. Let's let's talk about something. And I've brought this up before on the show, and I really genuinely mean it. I want you, I want you to picture the patriarch of your family or matriarch. You know, the, 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 lots of you have all the all the dudes are dead, and there's just grandma left. So whoever the oldest person is left, patriarch or matriarch, I want you to picture that human being. Do you love that human being? Do you take care of that human being when they need something? Of course you do. Your grandma needs her driveway shoveled. You're over there. Of course. Of course. Do you try to gather around that person's for special holidays? Of course you do. That that person is a treasured person in your life. If you're listening at work right now or whatever you're doing, work, home, in traffic, and that person, that patriarch or matriarch in your life, and they called you right now and said, Oh, man, I've, i i got to be honest. I'm having some chest pains. You think you could come over here and, and drive me to the hospital? How fast are you driving to that person's house? You're breaking the sound barrier to get there. Of course you are because you're a decent person. I'm trying to wrap my mind. I always try to figure out what makes people tick and why. I try to understand why people do certain things and why people allow certain things. I don't know why I do that. One of my one of my very few personality flaws, Chris. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure it out. Joe Biden got up today, and Joe Biden said this, and I just I, I want you I want you to listen closely. And, and besides laughing, which we're obviously going to do, because you can't help it, I want you to think about being Joe Biden's wife. Joe Biden's son, brother, anyone in the family, and listening to this human being consistently do this in front of the world. Conversations around those kitchen tables that are both profound as they are ordinary. How do I cross a bridge in a snowstorm? What happened? No, I, I think about it. You know, you're in a situation, what happens if the bridge collapses and there's a fire on the other side? It's going to take 10 miles longer to get to the fire. People can die. I mean, this is real. This is real stuff. 
Please. All right, all right, enough of that for now. Enough of that for now. You're his wife. You're his son. You're his brother. How can you not see what's happening to this man? I don't know whether it's Alzheimer's, dementia, senality. I don't know that, but I do know this. I've experienced enough of this in my own life to know something is wrong. He's nearing the end of his life, and I'm not wishing that, obviously, at all. But he's nearing the end of his life, twilight years, no doubt about it. If he's lucky, that human being needs rest. He needs a stress-free environment and care. That human being, if that was your patriarch or matriarch of your family, you would either bring that person into your home or you would put them in a home or you would have a nurse of some kind take care of that person during the day. You would make sure that human being got round-the-clock care. Not just because you care about them, but because you want their final... Who doesn't want their final years to be pleasant? Of course. I've always found that, and I don't know why, I've always found it to be extra nasty and extra sad when an old person dies in an ugly way. You know, you see these headlines all the time. You know, 78-year-old jogger beaten to death in New York. You know what I'm talking about. It's just terrible. And you think about that, it always hits me when they're old. You're like, man, that's... That person lived an entire life, and and that's how they had to leave? You would never want that. You want the best. So if you're Jill Biden, if you're Joe Biden, I need you, I need you to tell me why they're still doing it. If you're Hunter Biden, why are you allowing it? Why is Jill Biden allowing it? You're watching this man spend his twilight years nosediving. He's in the most stressful job on the planet. He can't do the job. How are you allowing this to continue? Conversations around those kitchen tables that are both profound as they are ordinary. How do I cross a bridge in a snowstorm? What happened? No, I didn't think about it. You know, you're in a situation. What happens if the bridge collapses and there's a fire on the other side? It's going to take... 10 miles longer to get to the fire. People can die. I mean, this is real. This is real stuff. What? Uh, Setting aside the laughter and how dumb Joe looks, how do you allow that? I want to know. I want to know how his wife sits and allows that, that, that this charade to continue. I want to know how his son, who's not a scared 15-year-old boy, I realize he's a grease fire, he's in his 50s, how do you not step up and say, no, that's my dad, I love my dad, we're not doing this anymore, dad, come home. I'm all ears. 877-377-4373. I want to know how you can possibly allow this to continue to somebody you supposedly love. And here's what I'm worried about. This is what I'm worried about. I'm worried they don't love him at all. And everybody's just been using Papa Joe for three, 30 or 40 years. And they're perfectly content to watch the job of being president kill the patriarch of their family as long as it enriches them. Because that's how it looks to me. If that's not the explanation, then give me an explanation. Give me an explanation. You'd never let your dad go through that. You'd never let your mother or grandmother go through that. In a million years, you wouldn't do it. 
How is this still going on? It's, it astounds me. It absolutely astounds me we're allowing it to happen. All right. Now, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Your love, your hate, your death threats, all are welcome here on the show. You can call in tonight, 877-377-4373. We were just talking about a world of make-believe. We played that representative about uh, climate change is causing the migrant crisis. A world of make-believe. How do we how do we merge with these people? How do we come together? Well, you're about to hear the world of make-believe in just a second. Hang on, though. But first, you know, I love a good deal. Everyone knows that. And I love quality as well. But those two things are very hard to find often, right? I, w- I want to save money, but I want the best. It's hard to, kind of hard to come across. You know, right now, my pillow. you know, the MyPillow who's offering a money-back guarantee until March 1st of next year, you know they're selling the original MyPillow for $19.98. It was originally $69.98. You're saving 50 bucks on a MyPillow right now when you go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code JESSE. Oh, and if you want the bigger one, the King Pillow, it's only 10 bucks more. But you have to go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code JESSE, or just call 800-845-0544. 800-845-0544. Use the promo code JESSE. Enjoy the greatest pillow you'll ever buy. You're listening to the Oracle. You're going to love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Would you please quit playing the Smashing Pumpkins, Chris? And don't ask about the instruments. I, w- I want you to play that again. Isn't this just dark and brooding? I just picture somebody sitting in their apartment painting their fingernails black, smoking the devil's lettuce. Hey, that's, that's all I can take. That's, that's all I can take. That's awful. That's awful. Moving on. A world of make-believe. What are we supposed to do when we're dealing with people who occupy a world that isn't real? Did you hear Jedediah Bila on The View? I mean, I don't know why anyone watches The View, but people do. It's been around forever. It's been around for ages. Jedediah Bila goes on The View, and she gets in, I don't know if you're going to call this a tussle, certainly a heated exchange with that hag Joy Behar, Joy Behar, I understand you're not going to like Joy Behar. I mean, who would possibly like Joy Behar? But listen to the world this person lives in. You were supposed to join us in the studios weeks ago, but you couldn't because ABC has a very strict policy. Can't get into this building unless you're fully vaccinated. Everybody in this room knows that and is vaccinated. Okay, so why didn't you get it? I have a medical exemption to the vaccine that's been written by my infectious disease vaccinated specialist in New York City. I'm not a candidate for this vaccine. I also have sky-high, multi-tiered, natural immunity. So for me, personally, this vaccine poses a greater risk than a benefit. I'm also not a risk to any of you. I know there's been a lot of debate about that, but I have these doctors who've gone on record with that as well. So. My point about all of this is that I am not anti-vax. What I really want is for people to make these decisions for themselves. However, I do oppose mandates. I oppose them on the fact that let's look at the science. This is a vaccine that was created to prevent severity of disease and to prevent hospitalizations. But the vaccine does not. Let's let's be very clear about something. 
Every single word Jedediah Abila has said so far is an absolute fact. It's an absolute fact. And that thing that you've taken or haven't taken, I don't know. It's not my business. I don't care. It was never meant to prevent you from getting coronavirus. It was meant to lessen the severity of the symptoms if you got it. And remember, even according to the LA Times, it's wearing off after about six months. All right, Chris, continue. The science. This is a vaccine that was created to prevent severity of disease and to prevent hospitalizations. But the vaccine does not prevent you from getting COVID and does not prevent you from transmitting COVID. Oh, my COVID. goodness. Sorry to interrupt once again. I think this needs to be repeated and shouted from the rooftops. The vaccine does not stop you from spreading coronavirus. That's not some right-wing conspiracy theory. That's a scientific fact. Even the CDC admits it. The vaccine does not prevent you from spreading coronavirus. It does not. She just stated an absolute fact. Now, I want you to listen to this hag respond to basic facts being presented to her. From transmitting Oh, my COVID. goodness. Yeah, no, we have that's seen that. not so. Come on. No, it's, You've been at Fox it's TV true. too long. To enjoy. You don't have to listen to me on that. You don't have to listen to me. You can listen to the director of the CDC. You can look at the CDC's website. <laughs> that is why masks were reinstated for people who were vaccinated. Because they said, and they admitted, they came out and said, this for this Delta variant, Transmission is going I, to be a thing for vaccinated and you know unvaccinated what, people. I'm not opposed to the vaccine, you know what, but I am opposed to the mandate. 162,000 people have died from COVID, including right. Manny's in-laws. Stop, 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 stop. Do you see what she just did? Remember what I've always told you about these people? Remember, they don't have independent thoughts. That's part of what makes them communists. They only know what the hive mind has taught them. And the hive mind doesn't actually teach them how to think or to think through things. That's the last thing the hive mind wants. So when they're presented with facts that run counter to what the hive mind has taught them, they don't know how to go back and forth with you and have a talk about the issues. These hags on The View were just presented with scientific facts. The vaccine does not prevent you from getting it. The vaccine does not prevent you from spreading it. That's not even remotely controversial. Those are facts. And did you hear how they responded? Did they say, yes, it does? Did they start citing, well, this study or this scientist or this doctor? What did they say? Uh, 700,000 people have died. What, what does that have to do with anything? have died from COVID, including right. Manny's in-laws. And I just, I just don't understand why you would choose to prioritize your personal freedom over health and safety of others. And so I just, I just, I just so really again, don't think that we should allow this. Pause again for a second. Like she didn't even hear what Jedediah Bila just said. It doesn't stop you from getting it. It doesn't stop you from spreading it. Therefore, you getting your vaccine does not protect a single other person. You can argue whether or not it protects you. That's, that's your business. I don't care. It does not protect a single other person. And it went right in one ear and right out the other of the hags on The View. And immediately, what did they go to? They went to what they've been programmed. It, they went to what the hive mind has programmed them to say. Ah, uh, 700,000 have died. Your personal freedom isn't more important than others. Immediately went to that. 
of others. And so I just, I just, I just so really again, don't think that we again, should allow Sunny, this kind of misinformation. Again, really sorry, Sunny, my friend. first of all, I would say to you as a friend, what I just said to you is I am prioritizing my health. And people talk about the common Over good. Over the health and safety of other people. You're not going to have a common good people. if you're not prioritizing your own health. You Over have a surgeon general. This should, sound very, general so this should sound very familiar you to you, Jen. This should sound very familiar to you. We got to go to break. It's amazing. The world of make-believe they occupy versus the real world. How in the world are we supposed to merge with these people? I want to merge with this chick, Chris. With this chick, Chris. Not in that way. Woman jumps a barrier at the Bronx Zoo in the lion exhibit. At lion exhibit. I kid you not. At the Bronx Zoo. It's a cool zoo, by the way. Um, she's in a blonde wig and a red dress and a leopard print shawl. And she is jumping into the lion's enclosure and saying things like, King, I love you. I came back for you. I mean, I realize this woman is clearly insane and almost undoubtedly should be institutionalized. But tell me you wouldn't like to go out for a beer with this chick. No, in all seriousness, what's wrong with that, Chris? That's not being mean. That would just be entertaining. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to head down to the Bronx Zoo after the show. Hang on. Jesse Kelly show. I'm glad we still have two hours left. I realize there's not a ton of huge news today, but I have all kinds of stuff to say. I just have stuff on my mind, Chris. We even have to talk about Nutter Butters. Underrated. Nutter Butters are underrated. What? I do not say everything's underrated. That's a lie. All right. That's for one. I'm underrated for what? What? Nutter Butters are underrated. You never even hear people talk about Nutter Butters. When's the last time you heard the word Nutter Butter? You know what? I'm not even talking to you anymore, Chris. I'm going to the, I'm going to the callers. Remember the rules? As everybody, remember the rules. I'm about to go to the phones. 877-377-4373. There's no small talk. There's no small talk. No, hi, how are you? No, I love the show. Nobody wants to hear all that garbage. Get to your point and get to it quickly. Phil in Colorado. Go, boss. Shogun, so you asked about Joe Biden and his family. Mm -hmm. How on earth could they stand by and watch this happen to him? Um, You pegged it. His family, you know, he's just dollar signs to him. The people around him are not moral folks of good character and they just see a payday. They see a payday and power. You hit it. They okay. Okay. Let me what pause you on that, though. I want to ask you something, Phil. Even evil people, though, love their dad, right? Oh, no. It's easy to hate your dad. You don't hate your dad? Not even a little? <laughs> Thanks, Phil. No. No, I don't hate my dad. I am a little bit resentful about the fact that the only person who's ever fired me is my own father. I am a little resentful about that. And remember, as the story goes, I've told the story again before, so I'm not going to tell it again right now. Fires me for something I didn't do. And then calls me the next day at noon to yell at me for not being at work. You know, we're not even going in. I'm not going to relive my childhood trauma right now. Robert, also in Colorado. Go, boss. 
Uh, commenting on same subject, look, man, Hunter is a grifter. He's never accomplished anything or achieved anything or succeeded in anything in his life except for capitalizing on his old man's name. And, and what better way to capitalize on your old man's name than to have him be the president of the United States? Uh, Jill Biden's an ambitious uh, uh, derogative term for the female of the species. Yes, sir. Who is making making money and living high on the public teat because her, 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 her uh, husband is the president. And Joe Biden doesn't know where he is three quarters of the time. He has no idea that he's the president of the United States <laughs> most of the time. But in that 10 collective minutes of cognizance a day, when he does know where he is, he's like, wait a minute, I'm the president. This is flipping awesome, man. Why would he give it up? He gets tapioca on demand. He gets to take naps all the time. <laughs> you know, you know, they're both right. They're both right. The family doesn't care. And Joe doesn't care. I just think it's, man, what a horrible thing to do to your father. Rob in Portland, go. They're afraid of going to jail, so they'll do anything to keep him in power. Now that might be really, really nailing it right there. Because Think about this. Think about all the things the DOJ slash FBI have, not just what they've gone after the right for. I mean, if you're someone on the right, you can start listing things. Trump going after his campaign. You can start listing things on there. Think about all the things they've covered up for the Democrats just in the past few years. You know what we don't even talk about anymore because it's old news and she's basically gone? We don't even talk about the Hillary emails. I mean, wrap your mind around this. While she was being subpoenaed for them, the woman deleted 30,000 emails. I don't think I've sent 30,000 emails in my life. 30,000 emails? And the Clintons, and I've said this before, people hate me for this, but I miss the Clintons because... Barack Obama and now the people who run Joe Biden, they're just standard America-hating communists. I mean, they're, they're, they're vicious. They're terrible people. But the Clintons, the Clintons were great bad guys. Think about this. They started the Clinton Foundation solely so they could solicit funds from foreign powers, and then she's Secretary of State. <laughs> they're just worth a fortune. There's Barack Obama never had that kind of pizzazz, baby. That's a Clinton thing. Biden doesn't have that kind of pizzazz. Best he can do is line up some idiot person in China to stroke half million dollar checks for Hunter's drugged out useless art paintings. Oh gosh. Joe in California, go boss. Hey, uh, I just was wanted to say I'd get right to the point, but if a bunch of people that were Republicans all registered as Democrats wouldn't that um, throw like a, a little hitch in their get along? Because then they'd have to spend all that money sending us all that campaign garbage and all those phone calls. And then all- it's probably getting too cute, but I actually don't hate the idea. I don't think I'm the right one to actually opine on this, though. And this is what I mean. Opine means to elaborate, Chris. Look, you didn't go to my community college. I don't expect you to be on to understand all the big words I use. All right, so just don't worry. We'll get you. Maybe look. Maybe Pima Community College will let you in. I, maybe I can pull some favors. I'm surely one of their treasured alumni. But, but <laughs> anyway, as far as switching parties, I'm probably not the best one to talk about it because I've long had this. You know how guys have weird daydream fantasies about your James Bond or you're jumping out of a plane? It's just normal dude stuff. I have had one several times 
where I switch parties and run as a far, far left communist in the Democrat primary, only I don't make some big formal announcement that I've switched. I mean, re, me right now, like I'll just quit the radio show, quit doing TV, and run for Congress as some hardcore communist Democrat. And all the way to the left is fire and brimstone and then get to Congress and promptly caucus with the right the entire time. I just think it would be the most hilarious troll job in the world. And you, you probably wouldn't win, but how much would it drive them insane? Because they'd just be screaming to everyone, he's lying. But you could sell it to all the low information idiot Democrat voters. No, absolutely. I think we should kill babies by the uh, up to the age of 10, actually. It, it's, that's just, I have no regard for human life. That, I'm, uh, vote Democrat. Vote Kelly. <laughs> I always thought it'd be fun. What? See, that's, that's why I'm not the best one to talk about it. Because I'm a natural uh, thorn in people's side. Is that a good way to put it? Chris, that's not very nice. Chris said BS artist only actually said the words. That's not very nice at all. Hank in Colorado. Go, boss. All right, here's the deal. So this vaccine supposed thing that they call it, uh, one of the things that we're failing to realize is the same companies that are manufacturing the vaccines are also the same companies that produce harmful chemicals that are actually under litigation. I mean, even Johnson & Johnson with baby powder is under litigation. So now half of the American population that has been vaccinated did so uh, voluntarily. They took a non-FDA-approved medication that could have potential side effects that the manufacturers cannot be sued for the liability. So now moving forward, any of the side effects from the other chemicals and the other things that we're imbibing that have the same type of um, side effects as what the vaccines do, these companies have now been permanently indemnified from. They cannot be touched. We have just written them a blank check to produce whatever kind of harmful chemicals they want to for the foreseeable future, and there's nothing that we're going to be able to do about it. I'm not going to lie. I stopped paying attention about halfway through. Chris, was that okay? It's, it's, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. Mike in Denver, go. Yeah, I don't know what that representative is in Texas, but uh, she's got to be Houston or Austin. They need to vote her out, Senator California or New York. I just don't get it. We're way past the middle, and there's nothing to do with balancing anything. We need to just get them out of office. Yeah, he's not wrong. You know what? Speaking of representatives who are doing the right things – Let's all step up here and recognize that the first ever winner of the Jesse Kelly Show bipartisan hottest women of Congress list, Lauren Boebert, she's going to be on the show next week to accept her reward and talk about this. She was on fire today. Democrat policies are so pathetic and have done so poorly that the left has nothing else to do but troll the internet looking for ways to get offended and then try to target members and strip them of their committees. This is a dumb waste of the House's time. But since the Speaker has designated the floor to discuss members' inappropriate actions, shall we? The Jihad Squad member from Minnesota has paid her husband, and not her brother husband, the other one, over a million dollars in campaign funds. This member is allowed on the Foreign Affairs Committee while praising terrorists. 
A Democrat chairwoman incited further violence in the streets outside of a courthouse. And then the cherry on top. My colleague and three-month presidential candidate from California, who is on the Intelligence Committee, slept with Fang Fang, a Chinese spy. Let me say that again. A member of Congress who receives classified briefings was sleeping with the enemy. This is unacceptable. Daggone, Lauren. (laughs) I love this new breed of GOP that is absolutely flamethrowing and taking no prisoners. Look, that's what it takes. Understand what they're talking about today. They had some vote to censure Paul Gosar. Paul Gosar is a congressman from Arizona. I don't know him much. I know him a little. He's a pretty good dude from what I know. I mean, I don't I don't know him that well. But, well, I'll explain what the whole censure thing was about in the game these communists play. And I'll take some more calls tonight. 877-377-4373. But I do need to put out a special request tonight. We were having a little argument here in the studio, and it's time to hash this out. What is the best chip? The best chip. 877-377-4373. And don't call in here unless you're ready to defend your choice. But first, let's hope we can all afford chips. Uh, Did you see the new cost of living numbers? How much they've gone up? Over 20%. The cost of living has gone up over 20% for the average American. I keep pointing out these inflation numbers. I keep telling you to get some gold in your hands. And the reason I'm telling you that is this. You know I'm a fan of history. Go look. 2,000 years ago, gold had value. Since the, the dawn of man, gold has had value. It has always and will always have value. It's not subject to the whims of the Federal Reserve or crazy politicians or anything in Washington. Call Oxford Gold Group. Tell them Jesse told you to call and they will take special care of you and deliver gold to your front door. Nothing crazy, nothing drastic. Get gold in your hands. 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. Listening to the Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. Ay, 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 ay. I am the Frito Bandido. Yay. I like Fritos corn chips. I love them. I do. I want Fritos corn chips. I'll get them from you. Ay, 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 ay. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and you know what that means. It is time. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about the Rittenhouse judge here. We're going to talk about Joe Biden and also the greatest chip. 877-377-4373, the greatest chip. Don't call in here unless you're prepared to defend your choice to the death. Did you hear the judge today? I, I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been thinking about this quote. You know, I brought this up the other night, and I'm brewing on something, and I can't decide whether this idea I'm having about the justice system here in America is the greatest idea I've ever had or the worst idea I've ever had. Here was the judge. When I talked about problems with the media when this trial started, we were there in part, not, not fully, but in part because of grossly irresponsible handling of what comes out of this trial. I will tell you this, 
Uh, I'm going to think long and hard about uh, live television, the trial, again, next time. I don't know. I, I, I've always been a firm believer in it because I think the people should be able to see what's going on. But when I see what's being done, it's really quite frightening. I am struggling with this, and this is what I mean. Tell me the huge popular trial, the gigantic celebrity trial where you think justice was done. Or at least you're very sure justice was done. Can you think of one? This is this is a big problem. If you get involved in a, in a case that holds the public's fascination at all in this day and age, the media, the social media world will obsess over it. There's Twitter and there's Facebook and everyone's in the crowd with a cell phone and you have rioters out there giving speeches and it's, it just creates a powder keg and justice can't be served. Remember, we're already hearing that in this case, the jurors are worried about their names and addresses being revealed. I understand the gigantic problems that would come with having a trial in secret. I mean, you don't want to have secret trials. <laughs> that, that, that reeks of Soviet Union. Ah, oh, we had a trial. He confessed. Anyway, we shot him. You don't want that. But what we have now is not working, and it's not justice. All right. Let's dig into the hard issues of the day. Connor in California, bring it. Hi, Jesse. Love your show. Uh, my contender for the best chip, actually, no, not contender, the best chip are Zapp's Voodoo. They're mixed between barbecue and salt and vinegar. Okay. All right, Connor, now stay on the line. I'm not going to kill you on this because, to be totally frank, I just had Zach's Voodoo spicy chips last week, and they were very good. So They're very good, but here's my issue with Zaps and chips like that. The kind of kettle-type chip, they're so hard, and it's not as if I can't chew them, but I feel like I'm about to give my, my mouth lacerations trying to eat them. It's too hard to be the best chip. Yeah, well... Usually when you get to the end of the bag, you, you feel it, but it's worth it. Exactly. Just- exactly. I'm not working out. I'm not doing lunges. I don't want to be sore by the time I'm done eating my chips. Doritos have never done that to me. Cameron in Kansas City, go. Hey, Jesse. Best chip, Miss Vicky's jalapeno kettle cooked chip. I know you're worried about kettle cooked chips being too crunchy, but these are perfect. <sighs> They, the jalapenos are really good. So you got Chris and Michael both giving you the thumbs up. Dang it. You may have won the vote for the night. No, it's good. It's good. I just, I'm not a kettle chip man. It's not a kettle chip man. Charlie in Washington, go. Hey, Jesse, former uh, Montana boy, Montana State University alumni. Best chip, Ruffles, cheddar, and sour cream. Mm, yes. Yeah, don't shake your head, Chris. What's wrong with Ruffles? Are you an anti-Ruffles? What do you mean they get coated in your teeth? It's not asparagus. Yes, you're eating greasy chips. What is wrong with you? Hold on, hold on. You just defended kettle chips to me, and now you're saying Ruffles get caught in your teeth? Plus, don't act like you don't enjoy it. That's half of the fun. It's like when you eat cashews. Not only do you get to enjoy cashews now, you'll just be walking around randomly three hours later and boop. Oh, whoa, hey there, a little cashew came right back out. You get to enjoy it again. Yes, Chris. Johnny, I know you called to talk about Mexico. What's your favorite chip? (laughs) 
salt and vinegar chip. Now, let me say, I'm not a kettle of salt and vinegar. In Pennsylvania, there's a company called Hertz. I was in the snack yep. business, and I used to trade my top-notch fancy whole cashews for their bags of salt and vinegar chips. He's 100% right. He's 100% right about salt and vinegar chips. People do not appreciate salt and vinegar chips. And back east, they have another brand called Snyder's Salt and Vinegar Chips. Oh, my gosh. They're some of the best stuff ever. All right, we're going to continue these hard-hitting conversations. 877-377-4373. You don't have to call about chips, but if your favorite chip, be ready to defend it. You can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Your love, your hate, your death threats. Your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday all are welcome. But coming up next, our good buddy who doesn't need any more introductions on this show, BK. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and obviously that... Music means it's BK time. Joining me now, my friend, former Air Force B, PJ BK, also host of the World News with BK podcast. First of all, BK, let's get right into it. What is the best chip? I know you probably don't eat chips because of your abs and everything else, but if you were to actually eat a chip, what's the best chip? Yeah, that's true, Jesse. I can't have the uh, rippling ab veins get covered up by the too many carbs of the chips. Ugh. However, I will say I have a favorite snack, and this is going to sound a little weird, but it's tuna fish salad on white bread with Pringles, salt, and vinegar. Try it. It's epic. That's all you need. That's the only chip I need. Okay, you know, I'm not even a fish guy, and that doesn't sound terrible. I was ready to kill you for whatever lame selection you were going to come up with, but that doesn't sound terrible. All right, let's... It's, it's the best of both worlds, Jesse. I mean, the tuna is going to get you the protein you need to maintain your jackness, oh. you know, et cetera, et cetera. That's how we roll here. BK, I'm going to play something for you because I have a question. This is Joe Biden from today. Listen to this. Conversations around those kitchen tables that are both profound as they are ordinary. How do I cross a bridge in a snowstorm? What happened? No, I'm, I didn't think about it. You know, you're in a situation. What happens if the bridge collapses and there's a fire on the other side? It's going to take 10 miles longer to get to the fire. People can die. I mean, this is real. This is real stuff. BK, setting aside the hysterical laughter we're all doing when the president can't speak, I really genuinely asked the question earlier in the show. If you're one of his family members, if you're Jill or Hunter that's the patriarch of your family embarrassing himself in front of the entire planet. How do you allow that to go on? Well, Hunter doesn't care, obviously. Hunter's using his father clearly as a conduit to launder his art. I mean, art is like the ultimate money laundering device, Jesse. I mean, to you, it might be worth a dollar. But to somebody who wants to get in with the old man, it could be worth $100,000. There's no, And you can't say one is right or wrong, right? So it's really genius, honestly, the old art scam. And then second of all, I don't know. I don't know, Jill Biden, I think she likes the attention. I mean, I remember working for the State Department and the Bidens were over in Baghdad at the embassy and seeing Jill Biden and they had all the entourage and stuff and they, they love it. Why do you think these, these people stay in power? Because they love the power and they know that the second they retire, there's not going to be a marching band when the private jet touches down. And I can tell you from personal experience, these dudes love it. I saw it with John McCain, God rest his soul. 
Uh, I have great respect for John McCain as a as a uh, as a military member, not so much as a politician. But I saw it with him when I escorted him around Baghdad. The dude was so frail, and yet he was running for re-election again because they just don't want to give it up, Jesse. That's what I think. Yeah, BK, it's funny you should bring that up because I talk all the time about politicians, and I tell people politicians love being politicians because it gives them access to the things rich people have access to without actually yes. having to accomplish anything. Yeah, 100%. They get private jets. They get marching bands when they show up to a foreign country. They get the red carpet treatment. Oh, and let's not forget those helpful stock tips like uh, Nancy Pelosi Ah. has managed to turn many, many call options into millions and millions of dollars. I'm sure that's just coincidence. I'm sure she has an astute knowledge of the stock market. Absolutely. Yeah, no, she's an advanced money person. All right. Right, By the way, speaking with BK, host of the World News with BK podcast, BK... I obviously don't want secret trials to happen in a basement somewhere because that reeks of Soviet Russia. But clearly trials that are publicized and the media gets a hold of, how can you ever get true justice in any of these trials? Now you have scared juries, scared judges, you have mobs. There has to be a better way, doesn't there? Uh, Jesse, this watching this trial, yeah, you're you're 100% right. In the age of social media, Perhaps we won't be able to have fair trials anymore because, and, and I like the spectacle as well. I mean, we all, I'm, I've been laughing at the memes of the bumbling prosecutor sweeping the entire jury with the weapon with his finger on the trigger. <laughs> I, I love all of that. I do. But the fact is there's a mob outside chanting and a jury can hear it. How are you supposed to get a fair outcome for that? These people, if I don't know if they are or not, but I'm sure they're nervous. They have to live in that town. It's only a matter of time before their names get out. Even the judge today was ripping uh, the reprehensible media coverage that has led to this. And you have these idiot celebrities with hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitter putting out complete disinformation that is allowed to mysteriously stay up like he carried an illegal rifle across state lines. That's false. Uh, that he uh, was looking for trouble. That's false. It's just, it's just been nonsense and one lie after the next one. And honestly, I said at the very beginning when the Kenosha thing kicked off, I was like, I thought it was pretty, it was not smart for him to insert himself into that situation. He didn't have really a plan of any kind. They showed up the car dealership. They were supposed to protect the target screws. But none of that matters. What matters is, did he have the right to defend himself in the heat of the moment? And right before I came on with you, Jesse, as we speak, I'm arguing on Twitter with some dopey New York Times columnist who really wrote, that Rittenhouse should have allowed himself to be beaten in the head with a skateboard. That has killed people out here in San Diego. I'm not even kidding. He's arguing that he should have allowed that because then, oh, we'd have a few broken bones instead of a few bodies. Like those guys, first of all, I'm like, wow, you really think highly of the crowd that was on night three of looting, rioting, assaulting, gunfire, arson. This guy is really going to bat for these people. And I just can't believe the media coverage. Been a complete disgrace. BK, explain this to me. I know you're equally as horrified as I am by what's taking place in the military. I I mean, we don't have to go down the list. We have naval vessels Mm. burning to ash while they sit at port. We're failing military exercise after military exercise. It's getting really, really bad. If BK was put in charge and could do whatever you wanted with it, who are you firing? What are you doing? What's wrong? Why is this rot so obvious and palpable? 
Uh, well, I think a lot of it has to do with the, it's always the leadership at the top. So there would be sweeping, uh, replace, uh, just getting rid of wholesale leadership change, joint chiefs, everybody basically down to like an 06. That'd be a bird kernel. I would just get rid of because they're too far gone. They've been too tainted. Uh, you know, these, these officers, I don't know what happens between the time they put on like 03 and 05, but something happens. I don't know if they go to some school or if it's, if they're pulled aside and it's explained to them like, Hey, this is the way to make rank. You become a politician and you institute all the nonsense we're seeing at universities. And that's how you make rank in the modern military. So we have to defeat that at the core. I would like to see the curriculum at West Point and the Naval Academy and everything else. Who knows what they're doing over there? All I know is, from what I see, these these uh, generals and admirals retire and then instantly get on Twitter, and their tweets are indistinguishable from like the Berkeley faculty lounge. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you were in the you were in the army. I mean, at one point you did do so. You rolled around in the mud with the rest of us if you were like in any kind of combat job. But I really, honestly, don't know what happens to these guys, Jesse. You need a wholesale change, and it's not just the military. It, the military is just a offshoot of what's happening at universities across the country, workplaces across the country, and the military is just part of that. And there's just sadly seems like this is some juggernaut and it's rolling down the tracks and everybody says they hate it, but it keeps rolling. I don't know. I don't understand it. That's a good point. Nothing seems to change. All right, BK, I, I hesitate to even ask, what are you having for dinner tonight? Oh, uh, let's see. What am I having for dinner tonight? I think I will have a nice juicy steak with a side of quinoa, oh, a gosh. little pad of butter, that's the ultimate protein bomb, Jesse. It keeps me ripped, keeps the 19-inch pythons looking good, and the arm veins rippling down. Jesse, I have a certain image to uphold. You know how it is. I want to go. I want to go. He is BK. He's the host of the World News with BK podcast. Thank you, my brother. Thanks, Jesse. 19-inch pythons. He's such a meathead. All right. You'd never catch me being a meathead like that. So we're going to open up the phone lines again to your favorite chip, 877-377-4373. You want to talk about Joe Biden? Do we have a story about plumbers? I don't know if it was necessary to write this story, but we'll, I'm going to get to all your phone calls tonight. And Joe Biden and the Federal Trade Commission and oil. Yikes. It's probably time to have that talk. I read the email to you last night about the mother wanted to know, what can I have my kids read? What can I have my kids read? I get these emails multiple times a day. What do I show my kids? What can I show my kids? Tuttle Twins. Get your kids, no matter their age, the Tuttle Twins books. They have Tuttle Twins books that are made for toddlers and in between and all the way up to teenagers in high school. I'm enjoying reading them with my sons. You want your kids to learn about the dangers of communism? Want them to learn about private property rights, freedom of speech, free markets, the golden rule? You want them to learn about the things that are your values in an entertaining way? Go to TuttleTwinsJesse.com. That's TuttleTwinsJesse.com. It is the answer to the question I get all the time. What can I show my kids? TuttleTwinsJesse.com. That gets you 35% off free activity workbooks and everything. Don't just hope the best for your kids. Show them. What, Chris? We can make jokes. It's fine. You got that right. The Jesse Kelly Show. Give a laugh, those Bobby Brooks. Let me do. 
It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Back to your calls about the best chip, 877-377-4373 in a second. But I did, I saw this in Wowza. Biden calls on the FTC, that's the Federal Trade Commission, Chris, since I know you don't know anything, to probe the anti-consumer behavior by energy companies as gas prices soar. Think how sick and depraved these people are. Joe Biden walks into office. He promptly not only stops the Keystone Pipeline, he stops all drilling on federal lands. He then opens up a pipeline for the Russians. And then, shockingly, when we were just energy independent, gas prices start to skyrocket. At first, he goes overseas and blames OPEC. Now he comes back home and he is sicking the forces of government on the energy companies as if it's their fault. What level of madness have we reached with these people? Man, we are led by the dumbest, most depraved people on the planet. And Joe Biden, you know what? We complain because Joe Biden can't talk. Joe Biden may be the most appropriate leader we've ever had at this day for this day and age. He's the perfect leader for the Democratic Party. Gosh, it drives me crazy. All right. Federal Trade Commission to look into behavior from energy companies as gas prices hover around a seven-year high. There's mounting evidence of anti-consumer behavior by oil and gas companies. What in the world how dystopian is this going to get think about wrap your mind around this in just the last two democrat presidencies the irs has come up with a list of people who are potentially enemies remember uh, the lowest learner irs thing not only did they target tea party groups they came up with the list of people who are potential enemies that's rear that that that's that's real that happened we now have the Department of Justice and the FBI going after Donald Trump during an election, accusing him of something he didn't do. So that's the FBI directly working for the Democrat president. Okay. Now Joe Biden has just gotten done recently sicking OSHA on private companies if they don't require vaccinations. And now we've arrived at the Federal Trade Commission being aimed at oil companies because the gas prices are too high. Oh, and I forgot to mention the strategic oil reserve. You know, that's the thing we have in case war breaks out and we need that stuff to run our country and run our Navy and run our military, basically. They're already tapping into that in an effort to to turn down gas prices. People are paying $7 a gallon for gas in some places in the United States of America. And the solution we get is sicking the Federal Trade Commission against people? That is bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. All right. Nicole Hannah-Jones is also bonkers. In case you don't know her, she is the New York Times author. I don't even know if it's fair to call her an author. She's just become a figurehead over there. She's the one who came up with that 1619 project, the one that was adopted by over 3,500 schools around America to teach your kids to hate themselves and that white people were evil. Nicole Hannah-Jones, I love, I love when they just come right out and say it. I do love when they say it. She came out here and just basically said, I mean, look, it's okay if white kids experience racism. What's your problem? 
And this feeling of, of discomfort that we've been hearing around, you know, this critical race theory propaganda campaign, that's been the standard feeling for black children to feel that the way that history is taught is demeaning to them, that the way that history is taught really erases them and erases the accomplishment of black Americans. Why do people make this complicated? I mean, I know why the communists make this complicated, but why do people make this complicated when it comes to history? One, it is suicidal for a nation to teach its generations, teach the next generation anything but love of country. Love of country should be part of the education program of any nation. You must produce a nation of grateful patriots or you end up with what we have now. That's one. Two, it is in no way difficult to teach your children honest history about the United States of America. You can have a very open conversation about the evils of slavery. You can talk about civil rights and what black people had to go through in this country. I, I have no problem talking about it. No problem t- teaching my kids about it. The problem is America hating communists like Nicole Hannah-Jones. They don't want you to present any kind of perspective They want you to present an America sucks worldview so it justifies their goal of tearing this country to shreds. They don't want an honest presentation of history out there. They want a America is evil presentation of history out there. And think about this. We already have that. In so many schools across the country, there's already a America sucks basis to basically everything. It's not enough for these people, though. It's not enough. And I'll tell you what really brought this home for me, the kind of history we're teaching kids, what brought it home for me was when I started getting heavily into listening to history podcasts and watching some documentaries, but really the listening, for some reason, this attracts a different type of person, the people who do these things. The history podcasts out there, many of them, even ones that are presented as just completely factual They start with a basis that America sucks and white people are terrible. And obviously every Indian was oppressed and all black people should have reparations. I mean, that's just the, they present that as if that's just the fact of life. Ha, here we are again. Stupid, evil America. Of course, of course. That's how people were educated in this country. And what's wild is these people don't even have to be political. Oftentimes they're not political at all. They simply present the United States of America as some kind of terrible place. And that is an unhealthy place to be. All right. Best chips. 877-377-4373. Jesse Kelly show final hour of the Jesse Kelly show. I still have my plumber story. Uh, China shockingly, shockingly is not going to sign up to limit coal emissions. I am stunned. We're going to talk about that in a few and I'm going to get to your phone calls of the best chip in like one minute. Eight, seven, seven, three, seven, seven, four, three, seven, three. Let's get to some emails. Jesse. Well, it's official now. I have until the 4th of January, 2021 to get vaccinated. I knew I couldn't count on Abbott to stand up for Texas. I work in research. I have for almost nine years, and this is how the federal government thanks me and others like me. This is some bull. Keep on keeping the people informed. I am sorry, my brother. I am so, especially if it's a federal job. And look, 
I don't know how in the world Greg Abbott, governor of Texas, I mean, this is Texas. I don't know how we have not called a special session to protect the unvaccinated from this unjust nonsense. It's not even an OSHA rule now. Go look at OSHA's website. Even OSHA announced, ah, yeah, there's not going to be any enforcement. We're not, the the, the court struck it down. It's not even a rule. Got people firing people for something that's not even a rule. It is so unjust, man. And they're not going to stop. Did you hear what they said on the Today Show? Listen to what they said on the Today Show. As of this morning, three states are now offering booster shots to all adults. Officials in California, the nation's most populous state, along with Colorado and New Mexico, say they are attempting to avoid a surge in cases around the holidays when more people are gathering inside. The three states are allowing the extra shots, even though federal health officials recommend limiting boosters to those considered most at risk. Oh, I love I love this stage of the game. I've enjoyed this stage every time. Don't you remember? We've been through this stage a bunch. The, quote, well, it's available stage. It's optional stage. Remember how long the vaccines were optional? About 15 minutes. <laughs> this is coming soon for all 50 states. And then everyone's stuck in a blue area. That optional stage is going to go bye, bye, bye. All right. U.S.-European negotiators caved to China on coal emissions, disappointing climate change activists. What a shock. What an absolute shock. Glasgow Climate Pact abandons international call for phase-out of coal, settles instead for redoubled phase-down. Let me clarify what's happening here. Just so everyone knows, because it's time to have a talk about this, this whole thing when it comes to climate change and Global reset stuff and all that. It's time to have a talk about it. There's a way of thinking out there that there's a global reset going on. And what do people really mean when they call it a global reset or great reset? Both those words are used a lot. Let's, let's, let's call it great reset. That's probably used more often. The great reset. The great reset is thinking, the thinking of it is this. The people of the West, the leaders of the West and I'm talking about finance leaders, tech leaders, political guys, all the rich and powerful. Just We'll use the word elite because that's the word people love to use, but let's just use the word elite for it. The elite of the West, they are currently trying to tear the country to shreds so they can then remake the country into a country where they have even more control of it, where they have more wealth and more power. You'll hear people like... Uh, Bill Gates referenced for this all the time. You'll hear that stuff all the time. Absolutely all the time. Now, here's the deal. They're right and they're wrong, the people who talk about the Great Reset. There's no question about it. From Trudeau to Biden to the tech giants to all these European financiers and and European political leaders, there's no question the current leaders of the West are using coronavirus and climate change and other things so they can remake their, quote, free societies into one where they have all the power and control. There's no question about that. That's just powerful people seek more power. They're in a position now to seek more power than they've ever been. There's no question about that. But there is something about this that people get wrong consistently. People think at the end of this Great Reset – you're going to have uh, you know, the CEO of Facebook and uh, this tech, this other tech guy and this politician. They think there's actually going to be a great reset where the Western elites now have more control of the global economy and their own nations. 
but that's not true. Oh, don't get me wrong. That's what they want. But you see, China and Russia are both sitting right there. What's going to happen is this, and this is a long-term prediction. Well, I, I mean, Lord willing, it's a long-term prediction. I hope none of this stuff happens in the short term. Here's the deal. They're going to watch China and Russia. They're going to sit back. They're going to watch with a smirk on their face as the West continues to absolutely destroy itself with COVID lockdowns and this idiotic climate change stuff. They're watching and they're, you, you realize at the Pentagon, the Pentagon now has a climate change division and we just had a Pentagon official come out and say climate change is as great a threat to national security as China. China and Russia, yeah, they're going to allow the leaders of the West to destroy the West, but they're not going to just sit back and then allow those leaders of the West to take over. They're simply going to bring conquering armies. And that's not outlandish, crazy stuff. That's the truth. The history of the world shows when you have a power, a great power, like us. All right, so you have this great power, great economy, great military power. That helps maintain a balance in the world. And it helps maintain a balance in the world because it keeps other great powers and imperial powers like China. It keeps them in check. China, look, if we weren't here, if you if you could snap your fingers and just make the United States of America disappear into thin air tomorrow, China invades Korea, Japan, and Taiwan the next day. If not the next day, the next week. There's nobody in the world without us. There's no one in the world who would even honestly try to stop them. No one is even close to being equipped enough to do so. And frankly, what they probably do is they sit down with Russia and sign a quick pack and they just divide up all of Asia and start working on Africa and Europe. That's, that's where that goes. Immediately, if you were to make us disappear. They're waiting for us to fall. They're wanting us to fall. Not so they can allow Mark Zuckerberg to take over. They're wanting us to fall so they can take over. You see all these global leaders out there trying for this great reset, but we'll get rid of these pesky freedoms, and then I can just run things from now on. They're all missing it. Oh, yeah, you can destroy your nation. You can destroy Europe. You can destroy America. There's no question about it. They're working on it as hard as they can. But don't think you're going to be the one with the chair when the music stops. China's simply waiting for us to get to a point where we can no longer intelligently defend ourselves, and then they're simply going to take whatever they want. That's how it always has worked. That's how it works now. Why do you think China why do you think China funds so much of this social justice garbage here in the United States of America? Why do you think that is? Remember China, that we're talking about a horrifically racist oppressive regime. They have Muslims locked up in mass at this point in time, and they're harvesting their organs. These are not people who care about black people, right? So why, why would they spend so much money with American universities, uh, Hollywood, American news organizations? I'm talking about print and TV. Why would they spend so much money on LGBTQ Air Force stuff or feminist stuff or or the, the black people or oppressed stuff? Why would they spend so much money on that? 
because they share the same goal as the American communist, and that is the destruction of America. And China is simply going to wait. I get people that I get emails all the time, especially on Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, Jesse at jessekellyshow.com, Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I get emails all the time asking me, when's China going to invade? Hey, Jesse, is China going to invade? Why would China invade? Why would you invade when you're busy watching the West destroy itself? Think about this. The president of the United States of America in eight months has thrown open the border, taken away our one strategic base left in Asia. He has ramped inflation up through the roof with no end in sight, and he signed us back in for a bunch of climate change stuff, destroying our energy sector. Why would China invade? They don't have to invade. All they have to do is keep electing Democrats. How about that for making you uncomfortable? All right. We have more Joe Biden, our little flashback. Man, it doesn't doesn't look like he was lying. We'll get to that in a second. But first, Christmas time's coming. Christmas time is coming. And my pillow has a deal for you. Not only is MyPillow a corporation that has never apologized for this country, they don't dump on this country, they never have, they never will. In fact, they go out there and they cost themselves business to fight for you and fight for me and the things we believe in. Not only is MyPillow that, they offer steals of deals. You see the original MyPillow, the one that started the whole thing, was $69.98. Right now, when you go to MyPillow.com and you use the promo code JESSE, it's $19.98. That's a $50 savings. And like I said, Christmas is coming. Get one for your spouse, your mom, your son, your daughter. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, and use the promo code JESSE. Or call 800-845-0544, promo code JESSE. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and forget about the phone calls tonight. Apparently, the lines are down. So, look, here's what we're going to do for the rest of the evening. We're going to talk about me. (laughs) What, Chris? It's fine. (laughs) Now you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. So do you remember, do you remember, this is just back in October, so maybe you forgot. Do you remember when Joe Biden said this? None of you! We'll have your taxes raised. Anyone making less than $400,000 will not see a penny in taxes raised. You'll actually see your standard of living go up and your costs go down. Well, that didn't work out at all, did it? That didn't work out at all, did it? We are currently getting murdered, absolutely murdered by inflation, standard of living going down. And remember what you're going to see as as we go forward here, because they know the standard of livings are going down. They understand that very well. They understand you're mad about it. We had a New York Times writer already coming out there today and saying things like, oh, quit complaining about inflation. This is a, that's something only rich people can complain about. They are aware the public is angry, but because they're so disconnected from reality, they don't understand how angry and they don't really understand what that means. Because here's, I mean, here's how we live our lives. This is how we live our lives. Uh, last night on the way home from work, I had to stop and get gas. 
That's a normal thing people have to do. Pull up to the pump. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to sound like Chris here. I did a little search beforehand to find the cheapest gas in the area, and that's the gas station I went to to fill up my truck. That's how we do it. I'm assuming I'm not the only one who does that. When we go shopping for groceries, we don't just go buy whatever we want. Don't don't get me wrong. I've been known to spend way too much money in the grocery store, but we do look for things that are on sale. Oh, look, strawberries, two for one. That's how normal people shop. But Joe Biden, the people who run this country, they don't have any idea what that's like. Some writer for the New York Times probably doesn't even own a car. I, what, that really does amaze me. Uh, a lot of people, because we're on the great WOR, it's a great New York City station, so we have a lot of New York listeners, and you know I have a bunch of New York friends. I can't believe how many of my New York friends don't own a car. I've had New York friends, adults, that didn't know how to drive. Because that's all that I know to you, that's crazy, Chris, but that it's a different way of life. It's a different way of life. Now, I'm not saying it's better or worse, but it is disconnected from how most people in the United States of America live. These people don't know what it's like when you can't afford a 12% increase in eggs. And so, what's going to happen is you're going to keep getting mad. And they're going to keep getting these sagging approval numbers. That's what they're going to keep getting. Sagging approval numbers. Just absolute garbage. Garbage. Well, they don't know how to translate that, and they don't have the ability to empathize anyway because they don't care about you. None of these people actually care about you. So what what's going to happen is they're going to start doing really the only thing they know because, remember, one of the three things about these people is they believe they should rule over you. They're going to start talking down to you more and more. You're going to start seeing article after article after article telling you, oh, inflation isn't even that bad. Quit complaining about it. Oh, remember there was that one, I think it was in Bloomberg the other day, where she said, I mean, come on. We should live more like Europeans anyway. What's the big deal? You're going to see a lot more of that. Not of them responding with, hey, I'm working on it. Uh, we'll, We'll try to help. It's going to be a lot of, Why are you doing so much complaining, you ungrateful peasant? We've already given you your bread ration for the day. That's how these people think. It is. It's how these people think. Jesse, yesterday you mentioned how you were all in favor of the Patriot Act in your youth, and now you have realized the dangers as it poses to Americans. Let me pause right there for a second. Back in the day... As you know, I brought it up last night. And if you missed that show last night or any show this week, including Monday's apology show, (laughs) the whole thing's available on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. But I brought it up and I meant it. When I was a young, hot-headed Marine, mad about terrorism, Patriot Act gets passed. Man, was I all about that. I was all about it. Yeah, forget these terrorists. Let's go hunt them down and kill them all. And I aided them all, and I was ready to go kill them all myself, right? And there were so many people. It was mainly Ron Paul types. So many Ron Paul types back in the day would yell at me about it. And I even ran for Congress member in my 20s, later on in my 20s, and I was still all about it back then. And the Ron Paul types would just kill me for it. What are you talking about? Jesse, you're you're such an idiot. Don't you realize they're going to use that against the American people? And I would say things like, oh, come on. 
The FBI's never going to go after normal Americans. This is for terrorists. It's only for terrorists. Wow, did I miss the mark on that one. Every single person who warned me about that kind of government overreach and what it would mean and how they would aim their guns at us, every single one of them was right, and I was dead wrong and dead wrong. And I had a bunch of people write in and be like, wow, I can't believe you admitted you were wrong. That's, that shows such humility. You're totally misinterpreting it. It shows my gigantic ego. I have no problem admitting I'm wrong because I feel like I'm better than everyone else, Chris. <laughs> Quip. All right, moving on. I'm continuing on with the same email. I, too, thought like you regarding drugs since I grew up in Miami and was all gung-ho over the war on drugs. Again, pause. Sorry, I get distracted. One thing I didn't realize, and if you do any reading on the Miami drug wars and cocaine, and there are some great documentaries out there. Uh, Cocaine Cowboys is a really good one. There's, There's a lot of stuff out there. Miami. Now, Miami's a wild place, and Miami can be a lot of fun. can be very dangerous. you got to be careful, but Miami can be beautiful, too, and a lot of fun. But you don't realize how much of Miami, how much of the skyline itself was built by cocaine and drugs. And the, um, the number of, the amount of drugs that were flooding into Miami and the money that came with it. And I forget the book I was reading on it, but they was describing all the new banks that would pop up. There were all of a sudden banks everywhere. Wow, another bank. And it was all used to wash money. <laughs> all right, I'm going to move on with this email. I'm going to let's talk about drugs and legalizing them. Next, hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly show. And you know what? We I don't think we've I don't think we've made fun of Dome once this show. We're we're down to what we're down to 30 minutes left and we haven't made fun of Dome once. Let's at least acknowledge Kamala Harris. She gets <laughs> she gets introduced at the podium, only not introduced. She walks up to the podium and the announcer, he instead gives out the name of the head of some union that he thought was supposed to be there. <laughs> Please welcome Heather Kurtenbach. In a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so fun. Wait, look, what are we, what are we supposed to do but laugh about these people? All right, back to this drugs thing before I move on. The guy moved on. He, he went on to say, uh, when I was getting out of active duty, I considered becoming a DEA agent. Now I'm, I've gone 180 degrees and I'm all for drug legalization. Drugs can be regulated similarly to spirits as was done after the repeal of prohibition, and there has been no issue with the violence or corruption pertaining to liquor. I don't know. The guy did say he was a grunt, though. One, one, grunt, Semper Fi. Semper Fi, my brother. I struggle sometimes with legalization of drugs. My, I come at this from a million different angles. One, Obviously, I don't think it's good. Drugs aren't good for you. Let's just all agree. Let's just settle on that there. Two, I've done plenty of them. I'm no saint, so I can't, I can't, I'm not going to judge anybody. And if you're struggling with something, go get yourself some help. There ain't no shame in asking for help. So you're not going to get any judgment from me. I've, I've, I've not lived a great life. I, I get that. But let's be honest, they're not good for you as a person. 
They're not good for society. I mean, we can all agree on that. They're not good for society. And I think when we talk about drug legalization, I think we should probably move past marijuana just because I don't think people care about it. I mean, who really cares about marijuana at this point in time? Has a pothead ever assaulted anybody ever? No, they're assaulting a bag of Cheetos somewhere. So let's move on to the uncomfortable stuff. Uh, Heroin, black tar heroin. Let's all agree heroin is really bad for you. No, I never did it. Don't ask. But I, I do know it's really bad for you. Um, it's really bad for a society. Have you ever been in an area with a bad, bad heroin problem? I know. And look, everybody listening to me in like New York City right now, I know we have a big audience there, big audience in San Francisco. They're all nodding their heads right now at the radio. But in all seriousness, have you been someplace with a heroin problem? I know I'm a jerk and I'm a cold-hearted sociopath, but it's even hard for me to walk around the streets of New York and see these people because they are people, right? That's a God-created human being sitting there, clothes in tatters. You look in their eyes and they're clearly off on a different planet somewhere. There's no question. It's not like they have long to live. You're not going to. That person's not going to be alive very much longer. Just a destroyed existence. And I hate it. There's no question drugs, especially drugs like that, they make a society worse. But, and this is a big but, government hasn't made it any better. All this war on drugs stuff. And look, these DEA guys, I know DEA guys, so I'm actually not disrespecting the DEA guys. There's some studs out there and, and, and all the things they go out there and try to do. And, the, and the, it hasn't worked. What, what, what has worked? I just saw a story earlier today about a ma- another town that's struggling with huge amounts of fentanyl overdoses. We're at, I believe, 100,000 people for the year. Fentanyl overdoses? Heroin problems? This war on drugs thing hasn't worked. So I don't know if there's something in between. Oh, just legalize all of it and have a good time in what we've done. But I do know this without without question. What we've done has not worked. It has not worked. And it's it's just awful. And I, look, I'm probably a bit of a softy on this now because I'm a dad. I was different when I was younger. I was more, oh, just legalize it all. I don't care what happens. And I still don't know that I'm not a legalize it guy. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm supposed to have these strong opinions about everything. It's one of those ones I go back and forth on. But as a dad now, these are the stories that get me. It's not hard to find these stories of kids who come from good families, good, loving parents, yeah, three square meals a day. I mean, they're 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 playing. They're throwing the baseball around, going fishing on the weekends. I, I mean, a good family, a good kid. Drugs get a hold of him because addiction addictions like that get a hold of people and they destroy lives. Drugs get a hold of them and it's just over. The kid either destroys his life or ends his life. And I don't walk around as a nervous parent at all. I, I'm not that, well, put, put a helmet on while you take a bath, son. You know that's not me. I'm a little rougher around the edges. But I'll tell you, I worry about that for my boys. I do. I do. All right, that, that got too heavy. Let's talk about this. Plumbers expecting a big, I really wish I'd never known this. I wish you guys hadn't given me this article. Nevertheless, I'm going to read it. 
Plumbers expecting a big, quote, I didn't come up with this, Brown Friday following Thanksgiving feasts and an increase in sewage. You know, I really didn't ever need to know about that. I mean, it makes sense. It does make sense. But Brown Friday? Chris, do you think that was mature to hand me this article? Do you think that was mature? It's a family show, but that is hilarious. And how great is that? The plumbers have an inside joke. <laughs> All right. What have we talked about when it comes to borders? I mean, you you heard what this idiot Escobar, this representative from Texas, you heard what this loser said, right? I also represent El Paso as a border community. And for those who've been covering the movement of migrants across our hemisphere, there is no doubt that much of that migration is coming from the climate crisis. And what we are seeing is increased poverty and famine in our hemisphere. And unless we do something, we should expect all of those images and all of that humanitarian need only continue to be exacerbated. Yeah, okay, that's a person who wants the border open. No, that's that, that, that be honest. That person's not that stupid. I'm sure she's very stupid, but she's not stupid enough to think the climate the cl- climate change is causing the migration crisis. Everyone knows what the migration crisis is. Well, it's a migration crisis to you. It's a migration crisis to me. For them, it's an opportunity to import millions of new voters and destroy the country they hate. That's what it is to them. But we know why the left wants the borders open. The same reason half the GOP wants the borders open. They don't love America. You can tell everything about a person's real patriotism by their stance on illegal immigration. I brought it up. I think it was last night I brought it up. I'll bring it up again. Who do you let in your home? Anyone? Well, why not? Why don't you let just anyone in your home? I thought you were tolerant. That's what they say all the time, isn't it? We're a tolerant nation. We're a tolerant. What about what it says on the Statue of Liberty? Like I care, like that's the law or something like that, the Statue of Liberty. You monitor who you allow in your home. You monitor who you allow around your kids. Of course you do. You love your home. You love your kids. Of course you do. Then why are you for open borders? Why do you believe borders should stay open? I'm looking at this headline here. Polish authorities use water cannons and tear gas to push back migrants at their border. Yeah, because the Poles love their country and they're interested in preserving their country. What a shame we don't have people who lead this nation who do. All right, I'll get to a couple more emails. Then we'll get to headlines I didn't get to. But you know who doesn't have a problem with their phone lines? Pure talk. You see, when people switch to Pure Talk, not only are they spending money at a company that loves the country, not only are they saving money because the average family saves over $800 a year. I personally, I switched my whole family to Pure Talk. We we had T-Mobile. We just switched to Pure Talk. Our bill's half of what it was, half of what it was. But I didn't have to sacrifice any coverage at all. In fact, my coverage is actually a little better better than what I had with T-Mobile. Pure Talk's on the exact same 5G network as one of those big guys. You have a 30-day risk-free guarantee right now, so there's nothing to lose. From your cell phone right now, dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, and you'll save 50% off your first month. 
That's pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. Go save some money and spend your money with a company that actually loves this country. Pure Talk. The Jesse Kelly Show. It's still real to me, damn it. Returns next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. Do not forget to email your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday in now. I actually may sprinkle a couple in tomorrow. We've been getting so many that I can't get to near all of them on Fridays. So email jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Doesn't have to be political. It can be. Email whatever questions you have. Let's get to a couple emails before we get to headlines. Dear Don Jesse and Book Whisperer, I heard you whining about not wanting to write your book. I don't understand. Why don't you just do what you normally do? Have Chris do all the hard work and write the book, and you take all the credit. <laughs> Have the perfect title. What, Chris? You are taking this book thing way too seriously. Have Chris write it for you and joke about it like you could not figure out how to use the word processor because you went to community college. <laughs> no, I can't I can't have anyone write the book. And besides, if I had Chris write the book, you know he would just squeeze me for every nickel and dime if I had to have him. Of course Chris has already been campaigning to write the book just for money. You gotta be careful around him. Jesse, please don't use my real name. My my wife might lose her job today. Told UTMB told her today UTMB told her group that they have until December 1st to get COVID shots. The corporation said is it is because Medicaid and Medicare will remove them from reimbursement programs. This kind of end around has not been reported. My next fear is that Social Security will cut my retirement if I don't get the shots. That or double my Medicare, Medicaid costs. <sighs> You're not wrong about the end around. They're, they're going to press every single button they're legally allowed to press. Even if this goes to the Supreme Court, Biden's vaccine mandate, even if it goes to a Supreme Court and gets shot down there, I still don't think it's dead yet. Because of the different ways they can press. It is it is severely damaging this corporate government world that's out there. It is severely damaging. When our corporations in this country went from being you know, these pioneers of industry, you know, campaigning against taxes, but really just leave me alone, government. I'm the smartest one. When they went away from being that to being lickspittles for the federal government, and just basically merging with the federal government, which is what they've done now, that created a big, big, big problem. All right. And now... Here's a headline. By go, you know, the, you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. Exclusive. Pelosi reportedly seen maskless at a swingers bar with Representative Yvette Clark breaking the mask mandate. A swingers bar? You know what? I'm not going to you know I'm not I'm not going to go into any details on that, but she, of course she was seen maskless at a swingers bar. Why was Nancy Pelosi? Now why? Why was Nancy Pelosi seen breaking the mask rules? Anybody? Anyone want to take a stab at it? Is it because she's a hypocrite? No. Of course she's a hypocrite. That goes without saying she's a politician. 
Nancy Pelosi has been caught maskless a thousand times for the same reason Gavin Newsom was, Andrew Cuomo was, Lori Lightfoot was, Joe Biden has been a thousand times, all of them. They've all been caught maskless a thousand times. Why? Because they're not worried about coronavirus. All this, uh, these, these pictures, these stories, which we've been doing for two years now, we bring them up every time. They're actually the most revealing thing about coronavirus. If it was the black plague out there and you know, one out of every two people you knew were dying, would you have to get convinced or forced into taking a vaccine for it? Would you have to be forced to take a mask if you thought it protected or wear a mask if you thought it protected you? If it was the Black Plague out there, would you have caught a single politician in America violating the protocols they tell you to follow? No, of course you you wouldn't. Of course you wouldn't. They violate their coronavirus rules because they're not worried about getting coronavirus and they're not worried about spreading coronavirus. So consider that and sit back and wonder, why all the fuss then? Headline, Pentagon threatens Oklahoma National Guard, says it can force them to comply with Biden's vaccine mandate. In case you didn't know, last week, the Brigadier General up there, I think his name is Mancino, he's the head of the Oklahoma National Guard, he said, ah, we're not going to be penalizing or punishing troops who choose not to take the vaccine. Now, remember, the National Guard is technically separate from the military, but kind of not separate. It's complicated. This general, by the letter of the law, should have the authority to make this call. But the regime is never going to let them get away with this. I think every National Guard should do it immediately. That's what will give them cover. The problem when you're facing these tyrannical regimes like we're facing now is when you have acts of resistance... They don't come coordinatedly. I don't even know if that's a word, but they don't come in a coordinated fashion. They come one at a time. So because they come one at a time, it's easy for the regime to stomp them out. I'm thrilled Oklahoma National Guard is doing this. That's awesome. But it should have been every red state's National Guard doing this together. If everyone does it together, then you've actually created a problem for Joe Biden. If it's just Oklahoma, then they can focus all their power on you and crush you. The White House says 10% of kids have been vaccinated in the first two weeks. I don't know what to tell you. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. If you're, I, I've never once told you to take a vaccine or not take a vaccine. You know that. I never have. I never will. Totally your business. And I, and I pass no judgment. I have family members, staffers who are vaccinated, family members and staffers who aren't. It, does, it means nothing to me. Do not give that vaccine to your child. Do not give that vaccine to your child, especially if you have a boy. You hear me? We are already hearing from places that have done this, like Israel, and it is bad. These heart conditions are real, and they're not getting reported on. Do not give that to your child. Your child is fine, all right? All right. We're going to have a lot more fun tomorrow. I promise you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. That's all. <laughs>